Welcome back to the podcast, our listener. <laughs> Only the one. Just the one. <laughs> yeah, well, we lost all the American listeners. Just everyone in work. We, we had a few of them, but uh, we, we, we destroyed them with our topic on America. What's the point of it? <laughs> so oh. this week, it's myself and Carl and Alex again. Uh, Chris is still enjoying his stay at the Priory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my <laughs> Podcast prison. Yeah. My, my topic for this week... If you could travel back in time, what era would you travel back to? Now, I would like to go back to around 1920s Paris. that's when you were born. No, Saki Twat. <laughs> <laughs> I can swear it's my podcast. <laughs> oh, or was it actually? No, 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 I was much later than that. Well, I say much later. Um, 90s, 20 Paris, because that was the time, if you've ever watched the film Midnight in Paris, which I've mentioned before, um, it was a Woody Allen film, that was when all the arty people were hanging around in Paris, um, Hemingway, the Fitzgerald, Scott Fitzgerald and his crazy wife Zelda, uh, some of the artists that I can't remember the names of now or that I looked up before I actually came <coughs> here today. But they were all sort of chilling out there and partying together and they'd all go to Gertrude Stein's house in the night and she'd criticise and critique their work, their writings or their paintings. And Picasso was there. He's a good guy. Dali, uh-huh. him and all. Um, Cole Porter, that was the time. And, and they called it the crazy years. And it was a bit of a lost time because there was the 1914-18 war and then after the war, all these guys had sort of left the army, left the forces and everything. Uh, everybody was skint and they just didn't know what to do. They had nothing to do. So it was a case of, yeah, let's all hang out and socialise in Paris and drink alcohol and write books and stuff. So I, I'd like to go and see that and just mingle with these guys, they had the old creative essence of, of the everything and see what the life was like around those times. I'm sure there's other times I'd like to visit as well, but any time that's not a war time, because I might get killed. See, um, I'd go back more ancient eras where anything is amazing. Everything that happens is unbelievable. Because give, like, give, no matter what it is... Like, give us an example. About it. So the Egyptian times, for example, I wouldn't live in Egypt. But anything that could have happened, you see a shooting star and you think, oh my God, look at that, that's unbelievable. You see, you say that, but I think they had much more of an idea than we give them credit for when you consider oh, yeah. how they built the pyramids. Oh, without without a doubt, but you've got to think that anything, like a lot of things that happen now, isn't amazing. It's not outstanding. It's not unbelievable because so much has been discovered. So much has been, so much we, we've learned so much that if you go back to that time. Everything, the the knowledge of everything just isn't there. Hang on, I've just realised why you like the Egyptian time so much. Because you were wearing sandals today. <laughs> Too right, I am. And you just feel at home in that time. Oh, I would. And oh, you, would I you, would. And a tunic. Oh yeah, I'd rock it. <laughs> Be rocking a tunic. Oh yeah. <laughs> what about you, Carl? I'd go back to the Roman, the Roman era. Would you want to be one of them emperors or just a normal Roman, you know, just sort of chilling out? I'd like to be 
It's a standard room. Just being fed grapes and wine. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being part of a higher society. I wouldn't want to be a plebeian, as they call them, <laughs> back in the Roman day. I'd like to have some sort of status within society. But it would be, I think it would probably be when the Roman Empire was at, at its height of its, um, at the height of its civilization before it, before the collapse, or maybe when Marcus Aurelius was the emperor, when the Roman emperor flourished, I'd like to be part, just to see, just to see what it's like, because, you know, we talk about them thousands of years after the collapse as one of the greatest empires akin to the British that has ever lived on this earth, and I would just want to be part of the society. You hear stories about how they lived, the, the philosophy, the culture, the the way that they lived. I, I'd love to see it firsthand, just to experience well, what it was like. They were a very cultured people, weren't they? Because, you know, with all, the, all the paintings, yeah. um, the, the statues and everything they came up with, they loved the arts. Yeah. Definitely loved the arts, which would have suited uh, Alex, because he was part of the Romeo and Juliet uh, I was indeed. thing he was just <laughs> telling us. Lord Capulet at his finest. Yeah. Yeah. So, any other particular times? You can't go forward. You can only go sort of back in time. I don't think I'd want to go forward anyway. Wouldn't want to know what's facing us. I, I just, you know, I wouldn't. I, I want to. St- I want to just see it happen. I like and then experience it firsthand. Yeah. What, what about like the Wild West when it was all crazy and everybody just shooting everybody? Oh, I yeah, I'd one hundred percent love it. Um, I just think like it's just it's just a better life, well, even you, though it's you say manic. That, but it's all diseases and like they didn't have cures for diseases and things like that. And and, and yeah, but you know, you die of a, of a cold, which you can still do now, I think. But you you yeah, but I just think the vast majority of people just had a just just a better life. They just didn't care as much. I think it's the nomad life, like. You'd have a lot of people living out in the wilderness. You wouldn't necessarily be tied down to, you know, a nine-to-five as a lot of us are now. You had more freedom to wander and be, you know, I guess a a traveller or something that you would want to do. You had more opportunity to pursue that. But, yeah, I... I'd be the first person to get shot. <laughs> I'd die of typhoid or something completely <laughs> random after the first week. And then that's the pros and the cons, you know. Yeah, back in the day, you had a lot more freedom to go off and do whatever you wanted. But I suppose, we, yeah, you had no health care. Your teeth would fall out. You'd get robbed. You'd get shot. That's why they called it the Wild West. There yeah. was no law. It was like a lawless time in American history and you were more likely to die than you would survive but then you know if you wanted to be part of the thrill or you wanted to see how it all if it how it all went out and yeah that would be a great time to go a lot of good stuff happened during the Wild West when was the Wild West period then was that like 1800s isn't I it? think it was the late 1800s yeah like after the invention of like steam trains and Guns and it's it's when they found they started mining for gold in America. It was the American Gold Rush, and that created a lot of jobs where people would immigrate to work as miners to to mine gold for these mm. massive companies, and they would set up small towns around the mines, 
and it sort of evolved from there. That's where the bandits would come because they would obviously want to steal the gold and then you'd have a lot of people. And then when the gold went, you'd have a lot of people migrating around America and it was, yeah, they just couldn't control the explosion of people that started immigrating to America to find their riches. Well, a lot of the Irish went. Yes, they did. It was massive. There was shiploads of of Irish going to... And they were just giving them land, weren't they? And they was just like, here's a couple of acres, help yourself. Yeah. Do your own thing, Mr. O'Reilly. And that contributes to how... What America is now. I mean, if you talk of a a country that's exploded over the last 200 years, it's it's America. Well, they're all immigrants. They're all immigrants, yeah. There's the Native Americans. Everybody else is an immigrant. Yeah. Would you go back with the knowledge you have now, or would you prefer to not have any knowledge and go back and genuinely live that life? Well, you'd forget to come home if you didn't have that knowledge. <laughs> would just disappear. Yeah. Would you want to though? Like, well, you, yeah, would you, you want to? But we're used to how we live now, and I think if you went back to a previous time, it's not for the for the reasons that. Carl just said about there's no healthcare, there's yeah. no this, there's no that. That's going to be such a culture shock, which is great to experience with the knowledge that, oof, I don't like this. Yeah. This is crazy. I could die of, you know, anything, anything at all by tomorrow. I could get shot, raped. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going back. It was nice to visit. I'm just like Puth Call, it's nice to visit, but he wouldn't <laughs> want to stay there. I wouldn't say it's nice to visit. <laughs> So, you know, no, I'd, I'd be happy to sort of say, yeah, I'll go for a quick visit, but it would have to be some out-of-this-world sort of thing for me to say, wow, this is this is fantastic. I can live a good, safe, healthy life here, knowing that if I get an illness, I can nip up to the hospital and get fixed, not by some quack with a bottle of Dr. Feelgood's elixir. They put leeches on you and say, yeah, they'll suck out the badness. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so, so yeah, I, I would want to keep the knowledge I have now, which is limited, granted, <laughs> but, but in the knowledge that I could sort of, I could come back. It, I suppose it's like a holiday. You wouldn't want. You, I'd I be guess, a tourist. Yeah, I'd yeah, be a time tourist. Yeah, based on the parameters they were allowed to, you'd say, right, I'm going to go back to this place for two weeks. Hopefully, I'm not going to die, or you wouldn't be allowed to die. You would just go there as another random citizen just to experience it for a finite period of time and then come back. Like like the holodeck on Star Trek. Yeah. Where there's parameters in place to stop you getting killed. Yeah, exactly. And it gives you the freedom to explore, you know, time and space as you see fit then rather than you can enjoy it more and I guess you can study it more rather than trying to look out for yourself too much. It gives you time to sort of indulge in what the time has to offer. Uh, the thing is, though, if you were going to travel back in time a couple of hundred years or even thousands of years, you, you'd have to travel back in, in, into, into the sky, into some craft or something in the sky, because you couldn't... You don't know what's there hundreds of years ago or thousands of years ago. You could be sort of transporting yourself back into the middle of a rock. Yeah. Or great for two weeks. 100 foot down the bottom of a lake. So, you know, you, we don't know what's in that place where you're going to you're gonna turn up into a bit like teleporting. And it was all very well saying, yeah, I'm going to teleport to the, the other side of the world or something, straight into a tree. Yeah, <laughs> or just straight off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> yeah, so, so you'd have to sort of have some sort of machine where you could teleport yourself back or whatever or transport yourself back in time into the sky and then sort of land somewhere safe. Yeah. 
and then get taken as an alien and shot or probed gang probed it should be even worse that tends to happen I think <laughs> you speaking from experience you know? yeah I remember last uh, time I went back honestly yeah. <laughs> the probing was horrible the last yeah. time I went to my stake <laughs> 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 but I think it's like when you watch well, a lot. Funny enough, he was up that way last night. It's <laughs> why so rough today. Because when you watch a lot of science fiction movies, that's how the events play out. The aliens visit us or come back in some sort of craft, and then they hover over the earth. They send people down, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You'd have to understand the geography of where you're going, yeah, before you can just suddenly show up and become one of the citizens, because. I suppose part of that is trying to blend in. If you stuck out like a sore thumb, it wouldn't be a very pleasurable two weeks because you would probably be noticed and cast aside pretty quickly. You know, if you go back wearing what we're wearing now, yeah, you'd either be hailed as a god or you'd be burnt at the stake for being a witch. So I think it's understanding the concept of, of where you're going. But I don't know, I'd, I'd probably... I'd probably go as far back as I possibly could and just hop through time just to just to experience the evolution of human beings, our our culture, our civilization, just so you can get some context as to why why we are the way we are now. So you'd be a time gypsy. You'd just I'd be, be a time gypsy, yeah. Skipping about all Steal a couple of bikes. <laughs> Sell some lucky Heather. Tom, Tom, a few drives. Because I think you ha- to understand the way that human beings are. You'd have to go back as far as possible to understand the mindset that you had to have when it was kill or be killed. You know, when we were in tribal setting, yeah. it was if we have to protect our own, so you have to you have to deal with the outside threat with a limited amount of technology that you have, and then understand how that evolves into our next stage of civilization and so on and so forth, just to give a bit more perspective on on why we are the way we are, rather than going back to certain periods in time I'd, I'd go everywhere I mean I'd like to go back and see you know the dinosaurs yeah I'd love that but you know again it's where you appear isn't it when you, you're turning up in the middle of a field and you're surrounded by them they're all going yeah. <laughs> ooh a snack yeah you'd be, you'd be, you'd be gone in an instant <laughs> yeah. would you play God how so would you go back obviously you have the knowledge you have now for example if you went to the Roman when the Roman Empire was at its highest or just before its collapse and claimed to be God and would you go back and say actually don't do this because that's going to happen do this instead and change it all would you would you play God because you have that knowledge of the events mm. or would you just go back and just let it happen well, would they listen to you, though? I mean, they take sort of one look at you and say, well, okay, you might be one of us because you've got sandals, but <laughs> you've also got a fashionable shirt on. Where does that come from? They haven't even been invented yet. I fit into a lot of time periods with <laughs> <in> my sandals. <laughs> but you could go back and say, I know that this is going to happen tomorrow. It'll happen because you do know it's going to happen. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, wait there a second. And you say, I know what's going to happen now tomorrow as well. This guy knows his shit. And then they believe you. And then you're like, actually, the Roman Empire, don't do that. Do this instead. You'd never be able to go back then, though. Because if you're going to go back and make changes to the time-space continuum, the future 
is yeah. already different. You've ch- you've altered the timeline. Yeah. The thing so if you go back and change, the future that you want to go back to may not even exist. It's the thing in it. You could have killed a butterfly twenty thousand years ago, and it turns out now there's no fish. Yeah. So if, if that if effect, because if you prevented the Roman Empire from crumbling, they could have gone on to be. They could have conquered the world, and we would. The future would be that the Roman Empire is like some sort of dictatorship that owns the entire world. And now we'd all be speaking Italian and driving linguinis. <laughs> and that would be our fault. Yeah. Do so you go. So I suppose in that sense, you'd be stuck in a you'd be stuck in a loop. Because if you went back to change time, you'd go forward to a different reality, and then you'd have to. Well, you'd never. You'd just be stuck because you'd never be able to go back to the starting point because you meddled with history. So you'd almost have to go there as an observer, an observer, an <laughs> observer, <laughs> and just let it carry on the way that it did, regardless of how heinous or how horrible it was. You can't really do anything to change. You're just there to experience what it was like. But would you not be tempted? So, for example, some mm. horrific events in time, the Holocaust, things like that, would you not be tempted to to change it? You know? We'll look at Pompeii. Yeah. Because if they'd had a bit of warning, I mean, would you have been sort of there and said, right, you know, there's a terrible thing that happened tomorrow, Vesuvius is going to erupt, jump on the bus, everybody be out of town yeah. tomorrow about five past 12 because it's gonna it's gonna er- erupt instead of all being running yeah. off and pompey lads on tour yeah <laughs> <laughs> all down the side of the bus <laughs> get a couple of drinks in i think it would be very tempting it's impossible not to think <coughs> about changing something if you go back and have the power and the knowledge to do so but then because you'd go, you could go back to that as a ste- as, as a spectator. You could go back to sort of Pompeii and sort of, but you'd have to be watching it from a distance. Yeah. And then again, it's it, like it would be a fascinating sight. This thing erupting and people getting covered in lava and ash, and yeah. to this day are still sort of you know encased in it. I mean, yeah. they're finding horses and things now, which are basically lying on their side as though they were fell over from originally standing up, still with their saddles on and all the, all they still wearing all the same. You know, garb that used to put on their hoses, hoses, horses in those days. Um, so to be able to stand on the side and watch it happen and think, well, thousands of people are about to die, and I'm doing nothing about it. I'm just you with my Galaxy S7 getting the best photos I can get. You'd feel too responsible for it. it I think the guilt would kill you. You'd be, you know that you know what's going to happen. You know that you can try and prevent it, but you just stood there and observed. How would you? How would it make you feel yeah. afterwards? Can you accept that you're just there to observe something that's already happened? You're not directly responsible for anything, or if you knew you could change it, would you sacrifice? Is it your decision to sacrifice the rest of history just to change one event? Because you change in that event, let's say you save a thousand people in Pompeii. You know, regardless of what happens after that, someone. One of those citizens you saved could go on to be the next Hitler and kill millions and millions and millions yeah. of other people. Would you then feel guilty for the result of what happens in the next reality? And then would you go back and let Pompey take care of itself? It's a difficult decision, I think, to say. You'd be tempted to do it, but regardless of how horrible it is, I think I would just I would 
just let it happen. I wouldn't want to be responsible for creating an alternate future, which could be better or could be a million times worse. And we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know the you'd, outcome until you'd, you'd done it. Know. Well, you'd never know anyway because your reality would change. Mm. It could be the fact of I could go back in time, change something. Turns out well, I was never born. I'm gone. And you'd, you'd never know. But Carl, I think Carl's right. The guilt would kill you knowing the fact that you can go back and you, technically speaking, can prevent it. Like Pompeii, you can tell everyone, look, this disaster is going to happen. You need to leave. And knowing that you can do that, but then you'd sacrifice the rest of history, it would drive you mad. It would. It would. It would definitely change. I mean, yeah. if if you hadn't sort of let them people die, like history had sort of done, then it would definitely the future would definitely change. Yeah. yeah. There'd be different people, lots more people, millions more. I think that's the interesting part for me is that's why I'd never go back in time to a specific event. A lot of people say they'll go back and kill Hitler. It's like, well. How do you know that that's going to be different? It's just an emotional response. Yeah, Hitler was an absolutely terrible person. So were, you know, the, the Chinese emperors and the Russian dictators that killed millions of people. But how do you know the future will be better if you kill these people? You can't predict the future. So yes, the emotional response is to say, yeah, based on what Hitler did, it makes sense to go back and kill him. Does that really make sense? for the future of humanity. It's just, you can't, you just have to accept what's already happened. You can't mm. predict the future and say that it, it'll be a good thing for humanity if Hitler didn't exist because you don't know. No, no, what no, the no, you're quite right. So what sort of other eras we, are we looking at that would appeal to you? I mean, what about like the Stone Age time? and no. Probably medieval England. Yes. Yeah, living in a basic stone sort of cottage where they just got one room and you sort of sleep in the same room as you're cooking and just yeah. cooking bread every day it was interesting it was a it was definitely a simpler life and i like and a guy playing a flute that's that's the part that i like i like the concept of medieval <laughs> england it's that you spend all there was a there's a much better sense of community so you'd spend all day toiling the fields and then at night you'd all meet up in the community square some guy starts playing a flute. I can't speak English today. <laughs> Some guy starts playing a flute. You all bond together. You all enjoy yourself because you realize it was more, I suppose, more back in the day that, you know, based, you might not be alive tomorrow. There was famine, disease, there was all sorts. So a lot of people would celebrate every day just because they made it until the end of the day and they were with the people that they love and then they just yeah. do that. And I quite like that. I think it's something that's lost on us now. We, It's very likely that we're going to survive until tomorrow because a lot of the dangers back then are not really there now. Yeah, we could get in, we could, something horrible could happen to us on the way back. I might, you know, slip in the shower or something arbitrary like that. But... You know, there were real dangers back then, and I think they they celebrated life more for what it was. And I don't think we do that now. So, you know, simpler times may have been worse in one regard, but then in another, it might be. And I think it ties into what Alex mentioned earlier about going back to the Wild West. They probably had 
yeah, you might get shot one day, but that day you live would be a million times better than any day <laughs> that you would live now. Did you see the Seth MacFarlane film, Million Days Ways to Die in the yeah, West? I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, it is good. It's, he's so good in it. Oh, it's and it's fantastic. Charlie's Theron is in it. Is it a thousand ways to die in the West? A million, a million ways, ways to, to die, die in the West. West. It's on Netflix later. now. Yeah, you'll you'll have to see it. It's, I've watched it a few times. It's so funny. It is unbelievable. I love Seth MacFarlane. And he's just he's just himself, isn't he? Yeah, just as he would be in Family Guy <laughs> and anything else. That's that's always amazed me about like him and they just don't care what people mm. think. They do what they want to do. They're not a different person around different people. Yeah. They're just them. His banter in it and the things he comes up with oh. is, is so it's Seth MacFarlane. Fantastic. Oh, it's uh, definitely worth a watch. And she's great in it. I don't know if she speaks. I can't remember. Right. <laughs> she's great at everything, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> well, I think Medieval England is good. I think that's where a lot of culture der- derives from as well. You would have had... You know the great tapestries and playwrights starting out, and the evolution of of culture as it was, or as it is now. Basically, I think you would have you would have been in a good position to see everything like that evolve. Yeah, the, it would have been terrible living conditions, and obviously you'd have to deal with that. But again, it's just experiencing the beginnings of, of something great. And I, I think as as just a sort of um, time traveling tourist, I think I'd like uh, Hollywood and Vegas in the fifties and sixties. With Vegas the, um, in the fifties, at its peak, the Rat Pack, Sinatra, yeah. Dean Martin, and all them, and that would be and all the Hollywood stars as they were, you know, yeah. Marilyn. And but then what you've got to think about is further back you do go. Obviously, all we know about it is what's been written down, and it works like Chinese whispers is that things that are written down more than likely aren't true it's because it's the Bible now. It's so tight. <laughs> Not talking about the Bible. <laughs> I'll avoid that topic. Um, but no way, anything. Like um, stuff that supposedly happened just might not have happened. It might have just been Chinese whispers, which just changed over time. So you might go back thinking it's one thing and actually realizing, do you know what? This is trash. This is not what I expected at all. I don't like it. But then that's a good thing because if yeah. you're traveling back to experience that, then you'll see what it was really like. Yeah. If it's exactly like you know you knew it was going to be, then it's mm, well okay. It's no surprises you. But then when yeah. you came back, then would you then say actually that's different? You're wrong. Now that is exactly what happened in Midnight in Paris, which is a Woody Allen film. I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know. It's um, Owen Wilson. It's one of my favorite films, and we mentioned it when we talked about yeah. the films. Yeah. Is he goes back in time at midnight? Yeah. They're in Paris, and he goes back in time on his own, and he's mixing with Hemingway and all them sort of things. Um, and then when he goes back to his normal time, like you know by daytime, and he's out with his missus and uh, Michael Sheen, and and his missus, and they tour in like the Palace of Versailles, and they're looking in the art galleries, the paintings and stuff. And um, Michael Sheen is saying, because he's a bit of a know-it-all in this, he's uh, he's only in Paris because he's been invited to speak at the Sorbonne. And um, being a know-it-all, he said, oh, yes, now, uh, Picasso painted this picture. It was about uh, his girlfriend and all this. And, of course, Owen Wilson, who's just met these people in real life because he's travelled back, is saying, actually, no, it wasn't his girlfriend. It was his wife, and his girlfriend was there. And, uh, and no, 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 I, I disagree. 
but he knew what he was really like. Yeah. Whereas, you know, in modern day, they only knew had a perception of what they yeah. thought it was. So, ow! So that was uh, a <laughs> broken elbow. <laughs> so that was, a, that, was, that was spot on. But then w- would you say that was wrong or would you just leave it? Would you actually say, actually, everything that you think is right is actually wrong? I don't know. And then how would you explain that? Exactly. That's down to the, that's down to the individual. Yeah. Do you want to come across yeah. as a know-it-all? Use my time-traveling machine just to travel back in time and do yeah. all this. But then if you told people you could time-travel, then it would be the fact of, well, why don't you do it for everyone else? And then everyone would get access to it, and then things would change. Well, we never said time-traveling was a secret. It was just when could you go back. And the thing is, even if they did... the discover this made it a possibility you still couldn't do it for the general public no. because people wouldn't follow the rules yeah, and they go would back go back and, and change things and they'd go back and do something arbitrary based on their yeah. experience in life they'd go back and you know win the lottery win the yeah win the yeah. lottery is a big one they'd pick the lottery numbers or they they'd invest in google when they were a starter company so they'd be billionaires now it's a lot of people go back in time to be quite selfish rather than just for the sake of going back in time. And w- warning them, them wouldn't be enough, would it? Say, right, you're going to go back, you know, 50 years, don't touch anything. Keep your hands in your pockets. Like a yeah. child in the museum. <laughs> don't touch anything, just look with your eyes, not your hands. Yeah, there's always a joke that someone goes back in time when their phone falls out of their pocket, and then they get hold of it, and then all of a sudden the future is a million times more advanced because that technology was mm. available earlier in the time. And I think yeah, I, I would be an observer. I, I wouldn't want to ruin the future for the person or the people that I'm going back to see because, you know, who am I to ruin their future? I would. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, depends who it was. Yeah, I'd, I'd honestly, I I think I would more than likely win the lottery. Um, I really do. Um, just... I it sounds stupid, but only go back a week, pick the winning lottery numbers. All I would have known that I've done is change the course of a week. So the impact for my sake is minimal. Just I'm a millionaire. If I did go back hundreds and hundreds of years, then it would be a case of okay I've you know, I I can't change anything now because the impact is so big. But mm. for me personally, going back a week or a month, I'd happily change it. All right, that was an interesting conversation. That was good. That's another conversation that could have gone on for a long, long time. Yes. But uh, that was good. Then let's end that there. Thank you both very much. And I'll speak to you both on the next one. Goodbye. Take, Goodbye take to care. our listener. Goodbye. <laughs>